Thank you for being with us. Priority Talk Radio right here on WXJC, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And find the podcast at all of your favorite podcast platforms. And uh, we are thrilled to welcome back to the program. He's been with us uh, several times over the year. Years, Dr. O.S. Hawkins. Of course, uh, he was the uh, pastor of the uh, First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas for uh, quite a few years. Also pastor at First Baptist Church of Fort Lauderdale and uh, ended up being the president, CEO of Guidestone Financial Resources. Uh, a, a huge responsibility and a great uh, ministry opportunity for so many. Uh, he's got these books out. We've talked about several of them, the Code Series. And uh, Dr. Hawkins, you've done it again. Well, thanks, Greg. It's a joy to be with you. Got a lot of friends down in your part of the world, and yeah, we've uh, we've got a new code book out called the Promise Code: Forty Bible Promises Every Believer Should Claim. It's about the fourteenth in our series, and uh, we're blessed with the way God has blessed them. The whole the whole premise of all the code books, uh, starting with the first one, Joshua Code, fifty-two scripture verses every believer should know. Uh, is to not get you into the Word of God, but get the Word of God into you. And so uh, we started out with that. When I, you know, I believe there are 52 verses every believer should know. And with, that's what the Promise Code devotional is about, a verse a, a week to memorize and to learn more about what it was. And So then we just followed them up with lots of different prayer codes, Promise Code, uh, Easter Code, all these code books. And so the latest one, yeah, it's the promise code. Yeah, well, the Nehemiah code, the Daniel code, the yeah. passion code. There's a lot of them, and they're all wonderful. And let me say, they're just beautifully uh, made books. Um, they're they're sort of got a little bit of a gift book feel to them. Yeah, although... they're definitely gift books. They're leather bound, leather like bound. They're beautiful, beautiful gift books. And uh, Thomas Nelson, our, our publisher, has done an incredible job of packaging them but mainly getting the getting the message out for them and getting them in the hands of millions of people well and i want to and i want to let you talk all about it but let me mention the royalties from all of the code series uh, go to mission dignity dignity which helps uh, retired pastors and their wives or widows possibly or widowers um at the poverty level and uh it's really really a great uh, a great ministry that you've done with this promise code uh, for mission dignity yeah. so well, i'd like to mention that Thank you, Greg, for mentioning that. You know, at, at Guidestone, we're, we're on a mission to bring dignity to some forgotten folks, and that's pastors, and in many cases, they're widows now. They they pastor all their life out in the highways and hedges, never made enough money to live on, much less retire on. And many of them lived in a church-owned home. They had to get out of it and when they vocationally retired. And, and they're living at the poverty level. They're you know, we serve thousands of them, uh, average age is 85. Ten years ago, we'd raised enough money to give them $50 a month. Now the neediest of them gets $700 a month. Wow. And one little pastor's widow, 87 years old, wrote me recently. And she said, I get to eat at night now, and it's not just a piece of toast. So everybody that buys any of the code books, devotionals, can know that all the royalties go to support those precious souls soldiers of the cross well that's enough of a reason right there for folks to run out and just buy every one yeah. of these and have them and put them on your shelf and read them as uh, as the lord leads well you talk about promises you say there's a difference in a promise made and a promise kept tell us about it yeah that's true you know promises made uh, they're always appreciated we appreciate when people make promises too, but it's promises kept that are what mean the most you know it's one thing to make a promise another thing to keep it 
All of us have had our own experiences uh, of promises someone made, never kept. But with the Lord, the Bible is replete with promises God has made to you, to all of us. And he has a perfect record of keeping all of his promises. Uh, So uh, I wrote this book, The Promise Code, so people could really begin the great adventure by living by Bible promises. There were 8,000 of them in the Bible. Well, more than 8,000, and you narrowed it down to 40. How'd you do that? Well, it was tough, but I picked the 40 that I felt like uh, were were, were some of the most applicable to our own uh, daily lives. Uh, you know, uh, whether one keeps his promise or not, to just piggyback on what we were just talking about, is is uh, based on their character. Uh, you know, you take an unrepentant thief, goes before a judge for eighth or tenth time, he keeps coming back and he says, Judge, I promise you I'm never going to do this again. Well, the judge isn't going to let him go with that because his character has proven it, but How can we trust God to keep his promises? Because the Bible says in Hebrews 6.18 that it's impossible for God to lie. His word is his bond, and our Bibles are laced with so many promises God has made to us that he's just waiting for us to to claim and stand upon and stand there. Uh, what about people whose world are just falling apart? Is this the right time to uh, to know and trust the promises of God? Oftentimes we run from yeah. God, but is it that's the right time, isn't it? Yeah, that's the time to run to God. Uh, but you know what? We we all need to live by Bible promises, whether our world is falling apart or whether it's not. In fact, sometimes, Greg, when everything's going well, it's when we least seek to lean on the Lord. And uh, so there's there's not a bad time to to uh, to to live by Bible promises. When I talk about Bible promises, I'm not talking about taking your Bible and just closing your eyes and open a page uh, like you're playing Russian roulette and let your finger fall in the verse and say, "Oh, I'm going to claim that." No, you don't find a Bible promise. Bible promises find you just in the normal traffic pattern of your reading. Many of us have had this experience. Most of us have ever read the Bible. God just will cause a verse to leap off the pages of Scripture into our heart, and we know that the Spirit of God just put it there for us for that particular moment in our lives. Well, amen. We're visiting with Dr. O.S. Hawkins. Uh, His latest book is The Promise Code. It's uh, the newest in a series of code books. We encourage you to go back and check them all out, and uh, uh, royalties go to Mission Dignity. So uh, that's a good cause there as well as we mentioned earlier. So it's impossible, you say out of Hebrews, for God to tell a lie. So uh, we can take any promise of God and just and absolutely stand on it. And, uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's good for, uh, for all people, but it, there are certain uh, promises as well that we can claim as our very own. Is that true? Right. You know, you know most, uh, most of the promises of God uh, are, not, uh, are, are conditional. You know, there are some promises that, that are unconditional. For example, when God destroyed the world with a flood, he, he put the rainbow in the sky and promised in Genesis 9 that he would never destroy the world again by flood. That, that's not conditioned on anything we may do or may not do, but most of the promises are conditional on certain actions we take. God, God, for example, take 1 John 1, 9. God promises to forgive us of our sins. 
uh, he said, I'll forgive you of all unrighteousness. But, but there's an if before that. If we confess our sins, homologeo, confess, means to say the same as God says. You know, confession is not just saying we're sorry for your sins. It's agreeing with God that, that our sin is not some little vice we can keep laughing off or something we can keep minimizing by saying, well, it's... Uh, it's uh, not as bad as so-and-so's, or excusing by saying, well, everyone else is doing it. Sin is so serious it necessitated the cross. And so if we agree with God, uh, and uh, and that's what confession is, uh, if we confess our sins, then he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Same thing in in that famous passage in 2 Chronicles 7.14. Uh, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and uh, uh, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. So many of these promises of God are conditional. Uh, And you know, Greg, uh, in the kingdom of God, we don't live, uh, we don't live by explanations, uh, really. We, We live by promises. If you remember, uh, Naaman was the commander-in-chief right. of, the, of the king's armies of Syria, and, and he came down to see the prophet uh, Elijah when he got uh, a leprosy, and, and God gave him a promise. Uh, Go and dip seven times in the Jordan, and you'll be cleansed. Well, Naaman took off back to Syria in a huff because saying, aren't our rivers up there better than that muddy little old stream called the Jordan? And, but he had a had a servant in the chariot said, look, Master, you've tried everything. What do you have to lose? And, and so Naaman goes back to the Jordan, takes off his royal robes, goes in there, dips seven times Jordan, and comes up and he's cleansed of leprosy. But he almost missed his cure because he thought he was living by explanations and not promises. So these promises from God are so powerful to each of us. Well, wow, amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. Dr. O.S. Hawkins, our guest. I'm going to go right to the first promise of this book, the promise of a brighter tomorrow, as a perfect example of sort of what you're talking about, another example of, uh, of us uh, being these uh, conditional and, uh, and unconditional promises, uh, I, I find yeah, we, 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 often like the, we often like for the conditional promises, we like those promises, but we like for them to be unconditional, and we will conveniently leave that part of the promise out. We know that all things work together for the good. We love that part. To those yeah. who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Uh, that that verse gets misused a lot, doesn't it? It is. And, you know, I doubt that there's a believer that knows anything about the Bible that hasn't found Romans eight twenty eight, climbed up on it and stood there in times of need. Yes. But, you know, really, Greg, Romans eight twenty eight, which says, For we know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and call to his purpose. Well, I was pastor of First Baptist uh, Dallas, and many of your readers would know that was pastored by W. A. Criswell for fifty years, yes. and it's probably one of the most, if not the most, biblically literate churches I've ever seen. Most people know and love the Word of God. I was preaching through Romans eight one time, and, and when I was pastor, it came to eight twenty eight, and I, I had people go out and take a survey with people coming into church to ask them, "Can you do you know what Romans eight twenty eight says?" And they would say, oh, yeah, I know what it says. It says, uh, 
Uh, all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. Yep. So, uh, and 90% of them left off the, the first of it. Yep. For we know that all things work together. You see, it, it, it is a family secret. Romans 8, 28, it's a family secret in the family of God. For we know that these things are working together for good. All things are working together for good. You know, if he'd have said some things or many things or most things, it's more palatable. He said all things are working together for good. He said, but we know. It's a family secret. The lost world doesn't know this. I mean, if you go over to the city hospital in Birmingham Friday night when people are coming to the emergency room with gunshot wounds and stabbings and horrible accidents and all kinds of difficult things that are taking place in our world. They've saddled up some of those family members in the emergency room that are lost and, and, and just say, listen, I just came by to tell you that all things are working. Well, you'll be in the emergency room yourself in five minutes, probably, <laughs> yeah. because it's a family secret. Only those of us in the family of God know this. Well, we know. And as you mentioned a moment ago, 90% of them also left off the last part of that. Well, we know that all things will work together for good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. So it's one of the great, great promises God gives us that, that God can take everything that happens in our life and Amen. woven together in the tapestry of the cross can make all of it come out good in the end for us. Dr. O.S. Hawkins, it's the promise code, 40 Bible promises every believer should claim. Uh, Dr. Hawkins, to, to believe God's promises, you, you have to believe his word. You have to believe the Bible. Um, and, and some people have a hard time doing that. What's the greatest proof we have that the Bible is true? Well, beyond any shadow of a doubt, it's the way prophecies and promises are fulfilled and have come to pass just as they were predicted. And, and there's no more prominent, apparent place in that than all of God's promises to his chosen people, Israel. In fact, there's a whole chapter in the Promise Code on God's promises to Israel, how that uh, he promised Abraham that he would give them a land, and, and he repeated it to, uh, to, to Isaac in Genesis 17 and to Jacob in, in, in Genesis 28. And then the Bible talks about how they'll be scattered and prophesied that these Jewish people will be scattered to the ends of the earth. And we know that happened in 70 A.D. And then Ezekiel says they'll be gathered back from all over the world. Isaiah 11 says from the four corners of the earth, uh, which we've seen in our own lifetime. Amos 9 says he's going to plant them again in their own land. And, you know, I'm old enough, Greg, to have seen uh, the, the, the birth of the state of Israel. I was born in 1947. They were... The Israel was rebirthed in 1948, and I've, I've been able to see all of these promises in my lifetime fulfilled. So God is a God who keeps his word for sure. Amen. Dr. O.S. Hawkins, um, let, me, um, let me just throw out a suggestion. Uh, when we're having this conversation, some of you may hear it later uh, at our podcast or on a replay of the live show. Uh, but uh, we're having this in April, and a lot of you are going to be thinking about buying uh, those graduation presents for, uh, uh, for high schoolers or college students. Uh, I think this would be an excellent gift to include 
uh, as a uh, to to someone graduating. I, I bet you would agree, Dr. Hawkins. I mean, if, if a graduate could grab hold of these 40 promises at that point of their life, boy, they could live some kind of life, couldn't they? It is. And, you know, so many of these books are sold this time of the year when people do get them as graduation gifts. They've got grandkids going off to college and things like that. And, and Greg, if somebody would like to know more about all of the code books, uh, you can go to oshawkins.com. And it, first of all, there are hundreds of free resources there. Many of my older books are all free down, book downloads on there. And they're all they're free. Everything on there is free except the code books because the royalties go to Mission Dignity, but you can, they'll show you where you can get them there. And it gives a whole panorama of all the all of these devotionals. If you can just just go to oshawkins.com, you'll find out all you need to know about it. Outstanding, and we will put that in our um, show notes for everybody. O.S. Hawkins, pretty simple, but we'll put it there for you. Dot com, and uh, other than that, they can uh, go there for the book and also buy it just wherever books are available, right? Exactly, Amazon, any, anywhere you find the book, the code books will be there. Well, the books are outstanding, and you're supporting a great cause, Mission Dignity. Uh, you can look that up and see about the great work which was highlighted earlier in this interview. Dr. Hawkins, it's always a privilege for us to have you on here in Alabama. You're always welcome. Just keep churning them out, and we're going to keep reading them. Hey, Greg, appreciate it so much, and blessings on all of you good folks out there in that good state of Alabama. Thank you, sir. God bless. Uh, thanks a million.